Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through Jesus Christ our Lord. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. To all of my preach brothers, to our officers, and beloved children of God. As I have mentioned earlier, Today's lesson will cover the entire book of Hebrews, the entire chapter, rather, of Hebrews chapter 11. We will lift out four verses just for emphasis' sake, but in, in reality, it will be the entire chapter of the 11th. Uh, Hebrew 11. Hebrew 11 and 1. Please stand in honor of the reading of the Holy Writ of God. You may read along silently as I read it aloud. Hebrew 11 and 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Skip with me to read verses 32, 33, and 34. And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and of Samson, and for Jephthah, of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, Quench the violence of fire, escape the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. We can stop right there and be seated. This great chapter was written for the purpose of dealing with the matter that is vitally important to all of us. This whole chapter deals with faith. So, our message today is by faith, by faith, by faith. 
The logical question would be if I say this, and talking about faith, and people say you ought to have faith, you should have faith, you should do it. Well, what is faith? What is it? That would be the first logical question that would come to my mind is what is faith? And here, the writer says, we just read, and I'll reread it again, 11 and 1. He says, now faith is, let me stop right there. Now faith is. So when you put it grammatically right there, then this is not so what he goes to give is not so much a definition of faith, but it is a description of faith. He describes what faith is. So he, the writer, in, in, in other words, he presents faith as a fact. For something, faith has to be something that you perceive beyond your natural senses. Your five natural senses. Sight, smell, so forth, all over, besides taste, besides, but beyond your five natural feelings, faith is described in this first verse. And here what he said. Now faith is, now here comes the description, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So, if he's describing what faith is, he said it's two things, the substance of things hoped for and the evidence, secondly, of things not seen. Let me break this up into bite-sized pieces. Substance. The substance trace is equals basically assurance. Substance is the assurance. Yeah. But then is the evidence. Evidence then equals proof. Substance means assurance. Evidence means proof. The evidence is the results of. In other words, the writer is saying, beyond a shadow of a doubt, I know it because I believe it. How many of you have grandmothers and grandfathers that just stood on what they believed. Didn't have a high school education, didn't have a college education, but they had strong faith. 
deacons, preachers that could not read uh, literally misplaced verbs, but their faith kept them strong. Yeah, yeah, well, they said uh, 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 substance is assurance and the evidence is the proof. But there's a difference between assurance and evidence. And the difference is determined by the qualifying statement that follows each one. It says, substance of things hoped for. Now get this, when you hope for something, that is a, a future expectation. I, I hope it rain tomorrow. I hope my manager don't come to work tomorrow. I hope they send out another stimulus check. I know I'd get something done then. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. That is a future expectation. Substance, they are sure of a future expectation of things hoped for. But then it says, of things not seen. Now, that dealing with my present realization. Right now, I don't see it. But I'm hoping that after a while I will. All I'm trying to say is hope deals with the future and evidence deals with the right now. Am I right? Oh, I know I'm right. That's why the song right up here in that beautiful song says, the Lord is blessing me right now. Got good to me, he said, oh, right now. He woke me up this morning, started me on my way. The Lord is blessing me right now. Yeah, I may have a shoulder ache, a back pain, headache, but he's blessing me right now. Mm -hmm. Whatever I'm having to deal with, God is still blessing me right now. There's a whole lot of folk would love to be here this morning, strapped up to machines and hospitals and even in garages. But God saw fit, Miss Todd, he saw fit to allow you to make it into the house of worship. What we got to complain about? You ain't on no ventilator. You ain't laying in a hospital bed. You ain't coughing night and day. Be grateful for what we have right now. Faith, faith, faith. I'm going to move on. Can I come in just a little closer? I, I told you that we were standing in, 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 in Hebrew. So in the 11th chapter of Hebrew, uh, God wanted you to see 
that there, were, there are nine witnesses of faith. And we're gonna get to them real quickly. We're gonna, cause you already in, in there in, at, uh, in Hebrew 11. Oh, I'm gonna call them out real quick. Uh, the witnesses of faith, there are nine, nine witnesses. Verse number four says, by faith, Abraham offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Verse four, you saw that? That's one witness, Abel. Uh, by verse five, uh, by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. Uh, Enoch and Abel, verse 7, says, By faith, Noah warned of God things not seen yet. He built that ark and didn't even know what rain was. Uh, verse 8, by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go up to the place which he should, never, should have after receiving inheritance, he was called to go somewhere where he didn't know where he was going. Verse 20, by faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau. Verse 21, by faith, Jacob, when he was dying, Bless both of his sons. Verse 22, by faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents. Verse 23, by faith, uh, verse 23, by faith, Moses, when he was born, I read that one. Verse 31, by faith, the harlot, Rahab, perish not with them that did not believe. That's nine, you can count them. Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, Rahab. Each one left a legacy of life. Nine witnesses that are here to say they could not have done it without faith. I wonder, I wonder, are there any witnesses in here today? Is that testimony of somebody watching on the screen that if it had not been for the Lord on my side, I don't know where I would be right now. If God hadn't caught me at the right time, I wouldn't be here today. But it is by faith that I receive God. Uh, has God delivered anybody out of something you thought you never would get out of? Or oh, I'll have somebody saying amen there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at your neighbor and say, nobody but Jesus. Nobody but Jesus. That was, there were nine witnesses of, of faith. Yeah, yeah. Nessa, how many witnesses was it? Okay, all right. Darren, how many witnesses was it? Nine, okay. I never to say. Reginald, how many witnesses was it? Nine witnesses in chapter 11 that said, by faith, that's what happened. But that's the witnesses. But what about the when? When? The when of faith? 
We see the witnesses of faith. Let's look at the winds of, of the winds of faith. Let's go back to verse 21. By faith, Jacob, when, here it is, when he was dying. You see that in your Bible? When he was dying. Let's go to number 222. By faith, Joseph, when he died. One was dying and the other one did die. Let's go verse 23. By faith, Moses, what? When he was born. I got one more for you. Number 24. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years. You see those? That's four wins. When he was dying, when he died, when he was born, and when he became old. In other words, faith is good at every age and at every stage of your life. It's good under any kind of conditions. You can't outgrow it. You can't outlive it. Yeah. And when do you need faith? They say it in the first verse. Now! Now faith! Oh, y'all, I'm preaching better than you saying amen. He said, now faith is good. It's good when you're in trouble. It's good when you're on your sick bed. It's good when you're dying and good after you're even dead. But you leave a legacy of faith. Now, now, that I, I talked about the when, I talked about the witnesses, and I want to tell you one more thing, and I'm going to be through, talk about the why. Why? Faith. Why am I sitting here in this elevated pulpit speaking to you on this Sunday morning about faith? Why did the writer include a whole chapter from verse 1 through 30 through 40, to deal with the topic of faith. Why did he describe it, what it really is? The why of faith is, go to verse 6. This is the why. The why. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is a he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That's the why. That's the why. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. God don't care how, how good you look when you come to church. He don't care how much money you got in your bank account or how many degrees are hanging on your wall or how many people uh, you're popular with. He's not concerned with any of that. But the real definite thing is without faith, you cannot please God. And I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but I want to please God. I, I, I do. I really do. I, I want God to be satisfied with me yeah 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 but 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 if you don't have faith the bible is not 
not, not, not about being wishy-washy, not doing any type of language. He said, it ain't no chance, there's no way, there's no how that you can please God. And he said, and there are two things that you absolutely must believe in that verse. First of all, you must believe that he is real. That God is real. And then secondly, you must believe that he is a rewarder. He is real and he is a rewarder. He is real. Don't, don't you let nobody talk to you out of Bible telling you God is dead. Don't you let nobody tell you God didn't ever exist. God is real. I know. I talked with him today. I know. He's real. He's real in my, in my soul. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's real. And I found him to be, Miss Francis, I found him to be a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. When you are searching for God and you are reaching for God, when you are stretching for God, yeah, God will reward. He will reward. He will reward you. Yes, he will. He said, uh, the writer said, we are, I, I, I'm stretching, uh, pressing toward the mark of the high calling. Because I know that God will reward me. Anybody here want to please him? Somebody say, I do. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the only way we can do it, how, is by faith. Then, uh, listen, I, I, I've shown you a lot of the meat that's in this chapter, but then look what he says in verse 32. Verse 32. He says, the writer said, uh, uh, yeah, verse 32. And what more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and Jephthah and David also and Samuel and of the prophets. He, he said, I, I, I named, gave you nine witnesses. Yeah, yeah, what, what else can I do? Yeah, he, he said, I've shown you the when you need it. All from, from you need it from the cradle to the grave. What more you want? He said, and then I showed you why you need it. Because you want to please God. Because God wants you to know he's real. And he will reward you. And he said, verse 32, what else can I do? What else can I tell you? He said, I wish, I, would, I just don't have time, for, but, but if I had time, he said, I'd tell you the story about Gideon. Anybody know about Gideon? Had a handful of soldiers and beat down 10,000 soldiers. He said, if I had time, I'd tell you about Samson. Uh, anybody know about Samson? The strongest man that ever lived. He said, I ain't got time to tell you about all. If I had time, I would tell you about Samuel. 
who was the first, uh, last prophet and the last judge in the Bible, that I, I, I had him to anoint two kings. I would tell you that he was born. His mother prayed for him uh, for a child, and, and I opened a womb and gave her a child, and she gave him back to the Lord. If I had time, I'd tell you about Samuel. And I feel, I feel, I feel the same way because I'm getting ready to get out of here. But if, if I had time, I'd tell you about Greg Clark. <laughs> if I had time, I'd tell you about how he brought me out of dangerous situations. If, if I had time, I, I'd tell you about how I spent 18 months in, in prison. If I, I, I just don't have time to tell it all. But I, I, if I had time, I'd tell you that I left here with a church and I came back 18 months later and still had a church. If I had time. If I had time, I'd tell you that all the preaching I've done has allowed me to send all my children to college. Let me preach on four different continents. If I had time, I'd tell you. Yeah. But let me tell you this, I try to tell you this and I'm going to my seat. Every miracle, every miracle was accomplished by faith. Every mission in the Bible was accomplished by faith. Every ministry in the Bible is accomplished by faith. If I had time, i tell you what was in Romans 11 and 20. If I had time, yeah, Romans 11 and 20 say that you stand <laughs> by faith. Have I got a witness in here? If I, if I had time, I would tell you to look at Romans 1 and 17. Well, because it will tell you there that the just shall live by faith. If I had time, I would tell you 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. It said we walk by faith and not by sight. That there we stand, we live, and we walk by faith. I don't have time to tell you, but a songwriter did. He said it this way, we've come this far by faith. <laughs> Leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, is that a, a trusting in his holy word? I got a witness in here. Uh, he had never, he had never, uh, he had never failed me yet. Uh, then he got happy. <laughs> he said, oh, 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 I can't turn around. I can't turn around. I 
saying anybody know what I'm talking about never would have made it never could have made it if it wasn't for faith I had to believe what I couldn't even see but I'm thankful for God that God is a part of miracles that God is a God of possibilities that God is a God of unlimitedness that God is God and he's God all by himself I believe I believe tell your neighbor that I believe do you Because I believe, oh, I believe in brand new mercy. Every day when my eyes fly open, brand new mercy, brand new mercy, brand new mercy. Got whatever you wanted, looked at your shoes, picked the pair you wanted. Yeah. 